0: And of course, as we always do in the second hour of the Thursday edition of the program, we have Young De joining us for the latest in Kim Young De's Back to the Culture. Young De, hello to you. Hi, I'm Young De. Yes, you are. Probably the most misunderstood cri- K pop critic. Most under- misunderstood, really? Why? But uh, after all, you're the most, <laughs> most recognized, one
1: of the most recognized, and now. No, no, I, I mean, these days, um, I don't know, people. Uh, started to recognize me as a more of a funny guy rather than a serious music critic. So, in that sense, I'm uh, yeah, I'm becoming. Uh, I don't know. I I'm losing myself.
0: You're 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 getting casting calls from left and right. You're one of the busiest music <laughs> critics. Left I'm, and right. I'm literally. <laughs> literally left and right. <laughs> literally left and yeah, right. Yeah. I'm sure that shows you how much you're being recognized right now. <laughs> oh. Youngjae, we've had a fantastic two weeks going into this week our third week going into the 100 greatest albums last uh, week was pretty
1: deep yeah you know it in was. terms of you know how you I mean, I mean how you see this chart i mean mm-hmm. you know you know you, you really not just talking about the albums or um, you, you know the um, your, your uh, the trend but the you you kind of questioned mm-hmm. uh, about how and why we committee as a, as a group would choose you know this particular albums right, right. over others especially yeah like, you mentioned Lee Chan, <laughs> no, Eum well, Baby Vox. Well, I was saying H.O.T., you know, right? Right, right, right.
0: Albums that really, I thought, revolutionized. Yeah. Yeah. Because in my opinion, H.O.T., and I, I'm not saying this, like, I wasn't a hardcore fan of H.O.T. I just grew up in that era, but I feel like
1: H.O.T. You're just making a qu- case, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah uh, they yeah.
0: were one, again, like, many would argue that they are first generation mm-hmm. uh, idol groups, mm-hmm. and they sort of paved the way into yeah. what we see now of these right yeah. but at the same time it's not there and it's never been included and in fact we're going into the 2018 uh list and yeah. HOT is still not included in this list oh,
1: it's it's uh, it's still painful for me to to answer that kind of question because i mean i know why certain albums would be picked mm-hmm. but i'm not quite sure honestly because i'm one of the members so i i vote a, for for certain albums you know uh, especially, I'm I'm uh, I'm a K-pop guy, mm-hmm. and uh, I uh, I like dance music and uh, pop, uh, idol pop music as well. So I'm not, you know, the uh, all about indie or kind of serious musicians or or the artists. So I- I'm with you in right. a way. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm not the best guy to answer that question. You know, why those are not included. So personally, well. Uh, f- I don't know. As for H.O.T., I'm a, I'm a half and half. Yeah. Um, because, you know what? I, I think I th- they're defining artists in a way. But if I have to choose one particular album, right? maybe first and second album? First, I don't know. Yeah, first album with Candy, right? And then they yeah. had the
0: Pete, I think it was. And then the first- second album was uh, We Are The Future and uh, uh, to, to Get It Up. 2G. 늑대와 양. 늑대와 양, yes, right, yes, uh, right. Two uh, G was, I think, the third album. But anyways, but musically, right, musically, mm-hmm. because I think that was the big controversy we talked about last week. Was that when EJodi won yeah. the Tezhang? Mm-hmm. They were saying that you cannot give the Tezhang to someone who was lip syncing at the time, <laughs> right? And so H O T kind of falls into that category at the time. Okay, I'm not saying they're not musically talent, mm-hmm. talented. At the time, because they were not known particularly for their vocal talents, Yeah, they probably should not be listed yeah. into this. Whereas everyone else in this list of 100 greatest albums, but, musically and vocally,
1: they are some of the greatest artists. Okay, there's the, definitely a tendency yeah. if you look at the list. So it's more of a artists over singers mm. that's one tendency okay. so so yeah yeah you, you're talking about the great uh, singers but singers albums are not usually picked w- but this is not this list particular problem okay that's also applied to a rolling stone 500 albums or mm-hmm. or, or whatsoever you know bob dylan he's not the greatest singer but uh, they would picked the album That's based true. on the composition, arrangement, you know, historical significance and everything. The same thing uh happened here. You know, uh if you look at the uh, the artists like a uh, top ten especially 날, not great singers for me, mm-hmm. you know, technically. 산울림, Kim Changwan, well unique singer, mm-hmm. but not he he's not Pakushin, right? Right, right, right. Well 전인권, right. quite an exception there. But Deli Spy, 시인과 Shingwa 어떤 날, Yujia, they, they sing like uh, almost like an amateur you mm. know in in singing they okay. have their own style yeah. which is a which is a super important thing uh, for this kind of chart but they're not they're they're not Pakyushin Kimbumsu right or, right or, or. so yeah so I mean usually artists you know complete artists rather than a good singers mm. that's one tendency the other tendency obviously you, you already brought that up you know, um, kind of musicians over idols, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: because there's more bands, right? More yeah. bands than self-produced
1: artist over manufactured idol. That's uh, quite a quite an obvious tendency.
0: Can I bring up? An um, artist mm-hmm. and uh, band that I think uh, we didn't mention in the three weeks that we've covered. I mean, okay. we talked about Turgu Kwa, we talked about uh, Sanurim, uh, we talked about uh, Yu who made a huge jump, by the way. Curious? In 2018, number one is now Yu mm-hmm. This singer and band made the biggest jump. In 1998, I believe they were like number 35. Mm-hmm. And then in the 2007, they were number seven. And they made a jump to number three, Shin Jung Hyun과 Oh yeah, Shin Jung Hyun. I had a chance to uh, listen to a uh, documentary podcast yeah. about them, uh, about him. And from what I understand, he is one of the most revolutionary musicians, sure. rock musicians sure. in the sure. history of Korean
1: music. Yeah, he actually created what we call Korean rock. Yeah. Or, or maybe soul, Korean soul and funk at the same time. Okay. I mean, at the time, well, Shin Jung uh, you know, learned a lot of like a uh, unique and different techniques uh, directly from pop music, and uh, he he was trained in uh, Eighth Army uh, clubs and uh, various other places. Right. But he was probably one of the oldest musical giant who absorbed all this kind of like a kind of trendy pop rock psychedelic movement. So. And and uh, he he but the, the important thing about Shin Jung is he's not just you know copycatting that that Western music. He kind of he observed all the influences and uh, transformed into uh, his own Korean music style. You know whether it's a melody, whether it's uh, uh, the arrangement, he was always um, you know the, the the guy who who came up with this his own idea. Right. Yeah. Uh, I want to kind of uh, share with all
0: of our listeners out there uh, one of the uh, any kind of songs from uh, Shin Jung Hyun uh, because I and it's interesting that you mentioned that he sort of brought rock to Korea and a lot of people call him like the father of rock yeah uh, in Korea yeah but he went through quite a bit like politically like there was he was kind of around at the time where the government was trying to suppress rock music
1: yeah because but they believe um, rock is a uh, is, uh, decadent, yeah. decadent culture, a very dangerous culture, and rebel culture. So they, they actually feared, uh, th- not just concern, they, they actually feared this whole rock movement because they saw what rock brought to the to the table in the States, in the UK. In the U- UK, it was more of a kind of class issue. In the US, it was more a racial and a political issue. So they 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 know somehow they they understand why rock matters. You know, it's very ironic, right? But yeah. uh, but again, uh, so they really tried hard to suppress these artists. So they made a lot of issues up. Um, uh, one of the most popular uh, the 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 case was Mariana scandal, obviously. Oh uh, yes, yes, but yes. You know what at the time nobody actually understood whether it's a harmful or illegal, because we didn't have the kind of law, yeah, you know. But anyway, kind of, they just the, the government at, at the time just swept the whole um, rock, you know, budging rock scene in Korea, and uh, you know they went into a kind of deep, um, dark you know, the history of Korean music. This is
0: probably one of the most recognized yeah. uh, Shin Jung Hyun. It's Korean song. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah.
1: Mean is the title. Yeah, that, that title was, it's, it itself was a controversy. <laughs> mean. mean. You you just cannot say mean. A, a beautiful woman, right? 보고도, you, you, you just cannot see the, the women twice, three times, four <laughs> times. That's very decadent.
0: <laughs> and it's, and it's such a shame because yeah. this is like where we get that whole idea of underground. Yes. Right? Literally underground. And even after like the democratization of Korea. Yeah. And kind of now rock music, his music, his style would be now more welcoming. It's already been too late. And this is where like the pop scene comes in. Yeah.
1: I mean, sad story because, I mean, we, we, we know, you know, when we talk about the history, we always come up with the idea what if, what if, right? What if Shin Jung Hyun and other guys at the psychedelic movement yeah. were properly survived and you know respected by the public and and the, and the and the and the government? Maybe, maybe Korean rock, you know, in the 70s and 80s were not that uh, you know poorly poorly treated by the media because yeah. I mean rock was just simply gone after the Shin Jung Hyun and the first psychedelic rock movement, and it took almost 10 years yeah. to have someone like. Sanulim, you know, Next, and other Shinawi and things like that. It's one of those, you're right. I mean, I think he could have certainly, he just came at the
0: wrong time, right? And then once it was time, people were not willing to accept rock anymore, and there was a big change uh, in the Korean music scene, and their rock was kind of put on the side. But again, arguably, Shin Jung Hyun, the father of rock music here in Korea, and Mm -hmm. one of those people where he just could not uh, come out to the main uh, me, uh, mainstream scene, uh, but is now being recognized again, number three, uh, his first album, uh, I believe uh, in this list in uh, two thousand and eighteen here. Let's kind of look at now that we're in two thousand and eighteen, young day. Uh, yeah. I mean, we talked about the a lot of school. these like old school mm-hmm. uh, bands and things like that. Let's kind of talk about these new artists, new groups yeah. that are now starting to emerge in two thousand and eighteen. I think some people might be going. Well, two thousand eighteen, BTS had already, uh, you know, what is it, uh, debuted. We didn't have BTS here. Yeah, so BTS, why isn't there? But BTS, it took a quite a time before they kind of exploded into the scene. So,
1: I mean, first serious BTS phenomenon uh, started two thousand seventeen. Honestly. Okay. <clears throat> so this is two thousand eighteen chart. So maybe it wasn't the right yeah. timing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, even though that the committee members, they they were aware of the the situation, but um, they were not. You know, um, in that kind of uh, deep into our uh, BTS music and the artist. Yeah. But at least they have, they really had to come up with uh, other K-pop idol music. You know, that that made a, a serious impact on the K-pop industry as well. But unfortunately, we didn't have many K-pop albums, especially what, what, what you know. By that I mean, like uh, the, the idol albums. And,
0: and the one that kind of stands out is at number uh, ninety-six uh, in the two thousand eighteen list is fx with yeah. their 2013 album pink tape it, isn't
1: that the only literally idol album in it this is. list yeah it's the right? only one but um, there was something obviously so special about this album that they are right. in this you, you know the it was uh it was uh quite a shocker it was um you know musically culturally uh we critics and journalists and fans are like we didn't expect this kind of thing would happen in K-pop. You know, in K-pop, idol music was more of a kind of, uh, the kind of, the, the, the bubblegum pop. You know, very you know, easy to listen to type of music. You know, e- you know, good music to dance to. Mm-hmm. But FX Pink tape was all about the serious sound experiment and uh, very trendy, almost like the indie dance pop music mm-hmm. you know it, it's not really for the general public obviously mm-hmm. it is not really just for the dancer but it is it required a serious listening you know from uh, from uh, from music fans hardcore music fans and uh fx you know the the start to pave the way for um uh, uh I, I would say a avant-garde k-pop phenomenon mm-hmm. so yeah so it, it, in that aspect fx you know, Pink Tape was a uh, was a quite an easy choice. Probably the easiest choice for any serious K-pop, you know, fans. And it's interesting because it's
0: not even that the FX uh, Pink Tape album is not their first album; it's their second album. Yeah, their yeah, second album. And so for theirs, usually a lot of people say like, "It's the well." I guess the first album, it's, unless it's like a certain. Yeah, it's always the second album that kind of uh, you know starts making uh, the, the, this, taking the spotlight here, uh, but it is quite interesting with FX because that's literally yeah. the only idol group on this, despite yeah. the fact that because we were our, our uh, writer was saying if FX was not there, how come Shiny wasn't there? Yes. because Shiny's yes. album at the time with ring Ding Ding Dong <laughs> or Ding 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 Dong, Ding Ding Dong, or Ding 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 Dong.
1: Yeah, interesting.
0: That—that that was. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But it goes back into again because there's so many panels yeah. in the, uh, the the judging committee that it's hard to get a a
1: decision, a unanimous decision on those. I I, I uh, uh I'm not sure this would help. Mm-hmm. To understand the situation, but a lot of committee members are male. Oh. <laughs> Would that answer your question? Well, okay, so I mean, it's a kind of kind of bias. I mean, it's still existing in this country. Yeah. You know, male, um, the judges, critics—they're quite generous mm-hmm. to the the female idols' music, mm-hmm. but not male idols' music. What, I, what do you think I, that except
0: is? Except for the fact that male judges like bands, rock bands, and well, so yeah. they're going to be right. in it, right? But the- but in t-
1: it, when it comes to the idol music. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I would mm-hmm. agree because you know you don't see me going around going. I love uh, what is it? Uh, what what's what's NCT Dream or something like I will NCT go, Dream, right? Well, I, I I'll go. I like Twice. You mm-hmm. know, I you don't see yeah. me going around going. I yeah. love BTS. It's I'll go. Natural, I love right? BLACKPINK. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is natural. Yeah. You're right, and so yeah. that's the other thing. Then question to you, Young Day. Then going back to the committee, then. How? What's the pers- What's the proportion of male to female judge
1: judges in that committee? Nine one. Wow. Yeah. 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 We honestly we don't have many female journalists. You know, K-pop journalists, especially critics here in the business. So yeah, and that that would be a uh, one uh, you know big issue that we 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 need to solve yeah. in the future. So yeah, it is uh, changing. Yeah, until the uh, next next list would come out. Young Day, you said something before the
0: show that really opened my ears and I thought it was like one of the more profound things that you've ever said was in order for it to be part of one of the greatest albums mm-hmm. the album needs to age. Right. 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 But here is my biggest surprise mm-hmm. and I have not listened to this album so I I can't say anything. Number fifty six. Remember, this is a list that was compiled in two thousand eighteen. E Sense album in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, three years after it was right? released, it was mm-hmm. added into number fifty six. E Sense, and this is despite the fact that I believe E Sense was
1: yeah you, ousted. You you know the term instant classic, right? Mm-hmm. E Sense, the anecdote was is uh was you know just, just defining hip hop albums that was you know coined as an instant classic in korean hip-hop you know there, there was a no doubt at the time i remember the the, the kind of atmosphere mm-hmm. among the among the judges and uh it was always the first choice from every committee members really since the, the the album the anecdote wow yeah it earned uh, a lot of different nominations for multiple Music award, especially Korean Music Award, aka Korean Grammy Awards, <laughs> um, they um, they gave the Best Album and Best Artist award to e right away. Um, yeah, but maybe maybe the the the, the, the status mm-hmm. and the assessment might be might be changed in the future, in, in a in a negative way. I do want to listen to uh, anecdote by uh,
0: E-Sense. Uh, Can we play? Yeah 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 I, th- I think we can play because it doesn't have any Oh it- we usually have a clean versions Usually, if you can't do error, yeah. they tell you we can't error it. Uh, it was, uh, it was really shocker.
1: Was a shocker.
0: e on Supreme Team. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine if e no. didn't get arrested no, for all. E-Sense and Simon Dominic still being together for Supreme <sighs> Team? That's got to be the greatest hip hop duo. But it just, yeah. it didn't happen because yeah. e got in trouble. I mean,
1: super. it's uh, oh, so good. At, at the time, the the Supreme team were, were popular. We never. I, I personally never expected a sense you know, to be treated like this. I mean, to be to be valued, to be uh to be judged, uh, you know, by the cri- music critic as the one of the greatest rappers of all time. I never knew that, honestly. I think in some ways, in some ways, I think Supreme
0: Team being split um, helped out both E-Sense and Simon Dominic. It did, it did. Because when I heard Supreme Team, I thought it was like, these guys aren't rappers, they're pop rappers, right? Yes, exactly. But then, because originally they were, you know, kind of, I don't want to use underground hip-hop, but they were one of those, like, they were underground hip-hop uh-huh. you know they were uh-huh. unknown hip-hop people but they were recognized for their talent it was that they were put on mainstream but then it's when they separated split up yeah due to essence that they started really recognizing their hip-hop their rap talent yeah and so it really worked out
1: yeah yeah exactly hundred yeah. percent I mean uh, ever since they the, the team uh, has been uh, broken up uh, yeah. uh, they, they did their own way of hip-hop they they show their own understanding of hip-hop so essence something like this and you know, Simon Dominic obviously was huge uh, success got kind of a huge success in, uh, in, the, in his own way right. and uh, you know the, the the control beat uh you know, the, the controversy, right? Yes. Over, yeah. e-sense? Among ESSENSE. Yes. U- u- um, Kekko. Yes. Yeah, it, it was a defining moment for uh, Korean hip-hop. You know, it actually uh, elevated the game of hip-hop yeah. in a good way, in a very, uh, you know, uh, the great competition. And uh, it, it also helped. Um, the, the, the fame and the recognition of the Korean indie artist, and of of course, show me the money as and well. And it tells you
0: how significant e album being in here is, is because in the United States in the Western music, there's a lot of very defining hip hop albums. I think, yeah, uh, Tupac's albums, yeah, uh, Notorious B.I.G. Uh, you could say that for some of the Nas uh, albums and things like that. But here in Korea, because hip hop you would say is not a lot of hip-hop music would be recognized as an instant classic, and for this to be in there after three years after being released. Let's talk about now, because I'm sure you're going to be in two thousand eight twenty eight or something like that, mm. uh, fourth time around being part of the, 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 the committee of judges. Can we assume then in 2018 or 2017 when they make the fourth list that there's going to be a significantly more idol groups... Uh, being included idol group albums being included mm. and surely BTS's albums yeah albums as in plural
1: <laughs> will now be recognized as some of the greatest albums well, in history I think history. BTS would be the with the top choices for almost everyone Okay um, but which one though which one gets which one needs to get recognized Love Yourself or? Tier Okay yeah Love Yourself Tier uh featuring uh Fake Love Oh, fake love uh, was that written. that that album was deep. That album's really serious, and uh, that album actually, um, you know, successfully demonstrated how idol album could be so. I don't know. I I I just cannot find the right 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 word, but uh, could be, uh, you know, extremely musical, and also popular, and very deep, you know. That's the, Philosophical. Thing, yeah, that's the thing that I liked about literal, BTS. Literal, you know, literature. Yeah, the lyrics
0: in all of yeah. BTS, and that's what they were known for, like the message right, that they were right. sending to the listeners, right? It wasn't just about love this, love that, blah, 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 but also kind of being a better yourself, and that's why they were able to kind of connect to so many young yeah. people
1: through the messages in their music. Let, let me put it this way. Yeah. How many idol groups can produce something like Fake love. The title track from the new album, you know, directly delivered to your fans, but you're talking about fake love. Right. You know, they say you have to love yourself. Right. Otherwise, it is fake love. Even though you love us. Because you know it's just ambitious message. Almost dangerous
0: message, right? Because the vast majority of the message we heard was is I love I you. I love you. <laughs> you're my girl. Please
1: don't go, girl. I'll be your everything. You know? So, I mean, that, that's why BTS is BTS. Yeah. You know, that's why, you know, that um, the, the, the Western music critics, well, they still have some, you know, something to say about BTS, but um, they saw different things in BTS because of something like this. Very quick question before
0: we wrap this up, because I think this is going to be another question that will be brought up later on in 2027, 2028. A lot of groups have released more album, mini albums than official albums, right? Yeah. Like, Blackpink, it took many years before they released their first they album. They always release single. It's just singles, mini albums yeah. and things like that. Do you think mini albums can be recognized and be included in some of the greatest okay. albums uh, in history?
1: We're living in a different world, um, so we definitely uh, ha- have to, you know, take those mini albums as a serious uh, outcome, you know? Right, uh, right. because, like, Blackpink, killed This Love,
0: Yeah, historically YouTube hits and stuff like that. It was one of the most popular songs, but that was initially
1: a uh, mini album. So I have an easy solution. Yes, we have to make five hundred greatest singles of all time, too. Oh, you know, as a side. You're right. Side project. You know why always albums? You know because we don't have uh, a uh, serious idea of albums these days. Yeah, you know it is single oriented, Mm. like a you know streaming downloading, we're living in a different different world so right, I, right. I think at this point especially singles are far more important than the albums because we are not living in the world of album artists and you know what I wouldn't be surprised later down in the road if they do have
0: this greatest 500 singles in K-pop history, K- uh, Korean music history yeah. and of course by then, whoa! will i and- vote for Kamgi, so. <laughs> that, as, much for, as you, I- for you, for <laughs> you can, can you just Especially promise me one you. thing? Because I know you meet a lot of singers. Sure, sure. If you ever have, in your schedule, you're meeting Igi-chan, <laughs> you have to call me and introduce me <laughs> as oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: the greatest Yeah, I'm going to FaceTime.
0: Yeah, there you go. Invite me over is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Young Dad as always, thank you very much for coming in. It was a great three-week talking about the greatest albums in the history of Korean music. Stay safe. We'll see you again next week. I'll be back.